0: On Sunday, August 8th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey Nick, um, you mentioned Thursday, I guess, was your final install practice. Uh, So I'm curious how things changed from this point forward. What changed Saturday? What changed as far as practice? The, the major difference now is there will be some scripted periods, meaning that our coaches have prepared, all right, and, um, you know, that were scripted all the way out. But a lot more, there's going to be a lot more call-it periods, meaning the players won't have access to that script, all right, of what we don't really – I mean, we know what we're going to – we got an idea of what we're going to call us. So it's just more like a game. There's going to be a call sheet, like here's our practice call sheet, and we're going to go off that menu, and all the installs will be in there. So – you know the way we did it the other day was there were some periods that that were just call it and move the ball. So if you got yourself in a third and eight, you called the third and eight. So that was great. That's good, really good for the players because again they can't study the script. They got to go out and react like it is a game. And it's really good for our coaches. It's good for me to call uh, call the game like that. It's good for Shane to listen in and, and help assist with me. On that and it's good for Jonathan to call a game like that so uh that was the major difference of how practice uh structure was as far as uh uh on Saturday and that'll be a, it'll be very similar practice style uh today. Ruben and then Tim McManus. Hey Nick um after a practice like uh like yesterday where the offense I guess was a little uneven what's your message to them and and uh you know what when I mean when there's periods that are that lopsided, what's your message to Jason and or to Jalen and how did he handle all of it? Well, you know, I, I, we were getting ready for this, this press conference. I was talking to Bob and, and we were looking at the, the practice. Well, here's everything. Here's what I always have to have to go on. When we come off of the field, there's going to be sometimes this is, this happens to me and as a coach, and it, it happens to me that it's, it's happened to me my entire career as a coach. So I've just learned from this. You come off the field sometimes and you're like, man, that practice stunk. And then you go in and you watch the tape and you're like, hey, it wasn't that bad. And you come off the field sometime and you're, and you're like, man, that practice was really good. And you come off and you're like, man, we kind of stunk. And that, so there, you, sometimes it's that, that happens in practice where you feel that. And so I kind of felt practice was neutral, to be 100% honest with you, the other day. And, you know, going back and looking at the tape, it pretty much was uh, the way we scored it out and everything like that. Now – So you know, just sometimes it's just watching those periods, those seven on seven periods, and that eleven on eleven period, and see it, see what happened. The thing I was disappointed on, as far as the offense goes, uh, you know, because the play, like I said, the plays, the win losses on plays were were pretty even. the The third down was a little low, about five percent lower than what we what we look for, and then the turnovers. Uh, we had we had a turnover in a critical in a critical period, uh, and it went for a pick six uh, as an offense. And then we had al- also Jalen had a turnover on a scramble drill, and then we had another snap that went over went over Joe's head or Joe mishandled. So that's what I wanted back from that practice. As far as the the work that we got like offense versus defense, I thought it was good, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty even. Um, but again, want those turnovers back, and there was a couple plays too that. You know, Coach Gannon looked at me and said, that's an offensive win? And I said, Jonathan, like, you guys got that push in the pocket, but Jalen has a very unique skill set of being able to scramble and and make the play. And so there was enough uh, protection there that I didn't call a sack on a couple of those. Uh, and, and Jalen scrambled uh, to make a play on a third down. So, again, it's not always as it appears right away, and, and I thought it was, a, it was a really good practice back and forth. Again, want to limit the turnovers, though. Go ahead, Tim, and then Ed Kratz. Nick, what would you like to see out of Jalen uh, between tonight and the start of the regular season to make you feel good about where things are? What what details are you focusing in on? Yeah, you know, just continuing to, to – grow in the offense and throw being able to throw on rhythm um and with some uh consistency with his rhythm but also I also understand that that his some part of his game is to be able to move around and make plays so just but again a wise man avoids all extremes it can't be all rhythm and it can't be all scramble so it's like hey what's the happy median there so it's just again you know cuz right now you know he's he's back and forth he's getting some good throws on rhythm and so but just want to make those numbers grow a little bit and then uh because we know how valuable of a tool his legs are ed and then jeff mcclain hey nick um just about about tonight's uh atmosphere you know you're coming into the link here first time in front of fans um what's your message to the team i know it's a big deal to a lot of rookies and uh, i think alex said earlier the second year guys are pretty pumped up too so what And I imagine you are, too, first time as a head coach coming in here with some fans. Uh, But what's the messaging? How does it feel? What kind of atmosphere are you looking forward to tonight? Again, just happy to be part of the best fan base in the NFL. I mean, um, I'm just really looking forward to going out there and and being around the fans. Uh, But, you know, whether it's practice in front of nobody, or practice in front of 40,000 people or a game in front of 70,000 people the 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 way you go up and approach your business has to be the same and that's been my messaging it's hey there's going to be people in the the crowd uh, tonight and you know last year that that wasn't a that wasn't a thing so just get back to you know it's going to be different uh, but you know that's how each game presents itself so again just practice you guys have heard me talk about this so much that practice is just such a great uh, preparation for what you're you know, in practice. It's such a great preparation for what you're about to do in the game. And we, we spend so much time on let's make it as hard as we can in practice. So we're ready for the game. Um, so it, nothing changes. Uh, I, I didn't even address it to be a hundred percent honest with you. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's just business as usual. Go ahead, Jeff. And then Martin. Hi Nick. We've uh, heard from some players that there's uh, more RPOs in this offense than maybe previously or, uh, maybe not even just Philadelphia, but where, where they've come from. And I'm wondering where your experience, you know, what's your experience with them. I know Frank probably took some of that from here and brought it to there. And, and do you want to utilize them more because of Jalen's, uh, you know, Jalen's ability to, to move the seat and be able to the, the run option part of it, uh, the, sure. the pressure that he can pressure that he can put on defenses. Sure. Yeah. That's a great question. You know, um, yeah, RPOs are part of the part of the uh, offense and part of the puzzle to our offense, right? It's it's a it's definitely a section that um I didn't have a ton of experience with until, you know, late in that 17 year um with the Chargers and then a lot with these past 3 years here with um with Frank and and myself at the Colts. So really just see how much it benefits your offense because you're able to read a player instead of block a player, right? And so that, you know, my you know, that that's a great thing to be able to do. Like, hey, I don't have to block him. What did he do? Did he take a drop? All right, good. I'm handing it off. Did he did he knife it? Good. I'm pulling it and 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 uh, taking it and and throwing the ball. So Big part of it, what we do. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a piece. It's a piece of the puzzle of what we do, and and we just are continuing to grow in it. I think we have great coaches. Like Kevin Petullo was around uh, a lot of the RPO stuff. One of the reasons why, and to be honest with you, one of the reasons why we hired Kevin in Indianapolis was because his experience. You know, Frank had just come off of the the Philly teams of having a lot of experience. Uh, or having a lot of success with the RPOs and Kevin was in college the year before at Texas A&M when we're like and he came and talked to us and he, we were like yes we like this stuff and so we brought him to Indianapolis that was one reason why we did that um, another coach that we hired in Indianapolis that really helped me grow in that in that world was Tom Manning who's now the offensive coordinator at Iowa State he was the coordinator at Iowa State he came and worked with us for a year and then he went back to Iowa State as the uh, as the as the coordinator, he must have had a hard time working for me. I must have been too hard on him. But, uh, no, he – but just, again, just – and then Brian Johnson, right? Brian Johnson has a lot of, of background on this. And Jason Michael, like, I'm so lucky on this staff that we have, uh, you know, Jason, who's called plays in the NFL for Marcus Mariota, and, and you know, we know how Marcus ran with the football. Uh, Brian, who's been an offensive coordinator, Shane – right? Kevin's got a lot of experience calling, you know, helping call games and everything like that. Um, and so just that, that great offensive staff that we have right there with a lot of experience and a lot of experience with the run pass options um, on that staff as well. Go ahead, Martin, and then Rob Motti. Hey and I could switch to uh defense. Um, Alex Singleton was talking to us before about coming back from COVID and everything. And I was curious as to your thoughts, like kind of where he is football-wise and everything. And at the same time, uh, Davion's out it's week to week, obviously. How much of a setback is that for him, considering that he's relatively you know, inexperienced in football? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good to get Alex back out there. You know, and it's – you know, he's still in that uh, – you know, our trainers did a good job of getting him back uh, ready to play, and so it was good to have him back out there. And you felt him out there the other day at practice. I just – I felt his experience. I felt his – um, playmaking ability. And it was good to have him back out there. Uh, Davion, you know, you know, sure. When you, when you miss time, like that's like, again, I hope you guys know, like practice is how we get better and practice is how we prepare for the game. And I'm obsessed with practice. I'm, I just know how important it is. And, and it's, it's just the common denominator of good teams. They know how to practice. They know how to practice hard. So of course, if you miss some time, you're 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 going to have some setbacks there. But again, I know that he's attacking the meeting room uh, just like he would attack the practice field. Um, and you know, I know that he's got one. Of, he's got a really good coach. I, Nick Rollis is is willing to do everything and anything to get his players ready to play. And that was Evan. That's just been evident to me uh, since, you know, since Nick's been on the staff and just like the, he's a, he's a relentless worker and Davion's a relentless worker too. And they're meeting a heck of a heck of a lot more than what's actually required of them. So, um, uh, really, really pleased that, that he's attacking the meetings there and look forward to when we can get him back on the field. Go ahead, Rob, and then Dave Zingaro. Hey, Nick, how would you evaluate the competition at left tackle so far in camp? And even though you weren't here when Andre Dillard was selected in the first round, how does that factor into the decision when it comes time to make one? I think that's a good battle. I think that, you know, when you have those competitions, like, you know, the you know, it it brings out the both the best in both of them. Right. You, You have a competition and, you know, both both people have to rise to the occasion. So it's making them better. Competition makes you better right? That's why it's such a core value here. It, it makes you better. And I see that happening with go, both guys right now. Um, as far as draft status or anything like that, we're in the business of winning football games. And whoever gives us the best chance to win the football game will be there. And I, I, you know, I just got done showing a, a Terrell Davis clip of, I don't remember if he was undrafted or if he was drafted in the sixth round, I don't remember. But uh, or 7th round or whatever it was but just showing him making a play on special teams is one of videos that we that we showed to the team of just like hey look at him he was buried on the depth chart and then he came in and he and he uh he made a play on special teams and it opened up this window for him to become a hall of fame per, uh player and so you know w- we don't care we don't care because at the end of the day I'm judged on wins and losses and I very well know that so it's we got to play the guys that are that are most ready to play and give us the best chance to win. Go ahead, Dave, and then Mike K. Dave, I think you're muted. Mike, why don't you jump in? Hey Nick, can you hear me? Do I Yeah I hear you. I got Good. you, Mike. Hey right. Nick, as an offensive play caller who's going up against this defense every day and evaluating this defense, what stands out to you about your personnel on that side of the ball? <laughs> yeah, I mean it all starts up front, right? It all starts up front, both sides of the ball, and I and I and I just see a very deep unit of guys that we can that I think that I think we're going to be able to count on, um, right up right up front. And then uh, I, I see our linebackers and I see young playmakers, really just you know can't wait to see what they can do in these preseason games and uh, what they do at practice every day because they just get better and better with reps because they're they, they're limited in reps, right? And then. You know, in the secondary, I think I think we're getting some good. They're contesting the ball on the secondary, right? I, I see you know the corners in the in the pocket of the receivers being challenging us to to catch passes on the offensive side of the ball and, and challenging the quarterbacks to put accurate balls on them. Um, so, and then I just see leadership on that safety group getting guys lined up. I'm very pleased uh, with those guys. Uh, you know, the the whole reason why you, you, every time you hire a coach, you want to know that he can get a player better. Um, That's first and foremost. Can you teach fundamentals? Can you teach fundamentals and get your players better? And I I see that with our defensive staff. I just see our guys getting better fundamentally. And then what you look for in a coordinator and, and the guys, you know, is that do you have a good scheme and can you put your guys in position to win? That's all that matters to me as a coach, right? Obviously, I want good people, right, that have my back and have each other's back and have the team back. But after that, it's like, can you coach, can you coach fundamentals and can you put your guys in position to make plays? And I believe we have that, and that's one of the reasons why I hired Jonathan Gannon. we got time for one more, and then we got to head over to the stadium. So um, why don't we wrap it up here with uh, Dave, if your mic's working, but if not, Zach Berman. All right, I hope it's working. Um, and, Nick, when you have a quarterback like Jalen where his legs are such a big part of what he does, how does it change the way you view practice, and, and how does it affect the way you might evaluate him in the offense? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, Dave. You know, it's it again. It is. It's like it's the the wise man avoids all extreme. You can't just say like, well, everything has to be on rhythm or everything has to be a run, right? It's the, we we're trying to you know get him to play in some rhythm while still using his talents as a runner. So um, you know, it's it's just putting him in again. It's it's pl- it's calling the plays. And, and running plays that we think that he has a chance to be successful at so right now it's still figuring out does he like the stuff over the middle does he like the stuff to the sideline does he like the stuff over the ball is he like you know does he like to be on the move and and so it's again it's just it's just figuring out uh what those those plays are and continue to rep them Dave I hope I answered your question I, I kind of got going on a tangent there and a little bit did I answer your question? Yeah, sure. I mean, but how does it affect the way you evaluate him? Because obviously, he can't do everything in practice that he might be able to do in a game. Sure. Yeah, sure. And that and that's my that's my point to to Coach Gannon the other day. He's like, "Come on!" He was running around back there. I said, "No one was close to him," and that's one of his major skills is is his ability to run. So. um you know, we, we, we're we looking at when we look at a quarterback, we're looking at his decision making. We're looking at his accuracy. We're looking at his ability to create. Right. And we're looking at his leadership abilities to name four things. Right. And arm strength. is, You know, we're always looking at that and fundamentals and stuff like that. But those four things are are critical. And so, you know, we know that to be a full package as a quarterback, you got to have all those things. And I'm glad that, you know, he has that ability to run because not everybody has that. OK, Thank thanks, you. coach. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys.